Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, the railways are raising the grain movement targets for the new crop year that started this past week. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton, and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Mainly sunny skies, wind northwest 20, gusting to 40, the high 22, the low plus 4. Tomorrow, mainly sunny with a high 25, the low 11. Friday, sunny, the high 28, 60% chance of evening showers on Friday, the low 12. Saturday, cloudy and cool, the high 20, the low 10. Sunday, cloudy, the high 19, 60% chance of evening showers on Sunday, the low 12. Monday, cloudy, 60% chance of showers, the high 18, the low 10. Tuesday, partly cloudy, the high near 21. Normal high is 26, the normal low is 11. The sun rose at 5.34 this morning. It sets at 8.34 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot is leader at 19.3 degrees. The cold spot, Key Lake, at 13. On the roundup, everybody is 18. Estevan, Saskatoon, Swift Current, Weyburn, Yorkton, all 18. Regina, Sunny, 18. That's 64 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the northwest at 25, gusting to 42. Humidity is 46%, the barometer dropping 101.8. Sunny in Moose Jaw, 19, almost as hot as later, not quite. Winds are from the north-northwest at 18, gusting to 28. Once again, Regina, sunny and 18, that's 64 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best. Online at mcdougallauction.com and brought to you by Edge Microactive, the new weapon against weed resistance. Visit gowancanada.com for more information. The two national railways have increased their grain car supply target for the crop year starting August 1st. CP Rail has added 200 grain cars per week and CN Rail has increased its weekly rail target by 150. In winter, CP Rail has added 250 cars and CN 150 cars per week. CN Vice President Sean Finn says the grain car spotting target has been increased to 5,650 per week. In winter, the target rises from 4,000 to 4,150 cars per week. He says CN had a record movement of 27.5 million tons in the crop year ending July 31st. Up from 26 million metric tons from 2016-2017. So you know, that's a good explanation that our capital investments from last year of $3.5 billion, allowed us to be better prepared to move the grain as it came to us, but also uh, build some resiliency and recovery as we had some challenging weeks in February of this year. Our plan for 2019-2020 uh, will build off the fact that, again, this year, in 2019, will invest a record of $3.9 billion in capital, a huge amount of money, 
which would mean 7.4 billion in the last two years. And on a yearly basis represents for every dollar we earn, uh, Sten is reinvesting 25 cents back into its network to make sure that we're there to serve our customers and build that famous resiliency we need as we come into more challenging operating conditions. So well-prepared coming into this year when it comes to capital investments. Also, you know, we need to have cars. We, as you know, we ordered a thousand new uh, high cube hopper cars, 500 already arrived, and the balance will arrive in the course of the upcoming crop year. We also ordered 260 new high horsepower locomotives, which 200 are already in the property. The balance will come in the course of the year. And obviously our crews, we hired quite a few crews uh, during last year's grain crop to be prepared leading into the fall of 2018. Has the uh, market uh, changed? Uh, some of our crews were put uh, on layoff, but we kept them engaged and uh, we still have a very strong base of crews. Uh, we're still hiring crews to make sure we can face the upcoming uh, demand. But when it comes to locomotives, cars, and crews, the grain plan sets out in quite a bit of detail how we intend on making sure that uh, that capacity is there. One thing we've been asked to forget either, it's great to talk about $3.9 billion, but it's important to realize of the $7.4 billion last two years, almost $800 million was invested, is being invested in the Edmonton to Winnipeg corridor, which is a key corridor when it comes to moving grain to markets you know, from Western Canada. So very much focused on that. And in light of all this investment, I'm very happy to inform our listeners that we have uh, increased our weekly car spotting targets up by 150 cars a week. So um, during normal operating conditions, last year's plan had us spotting as a target 5,500 cars a week. We're now committing to spot 5,650. And during more challenging operating conditions, when it gets colder and uh, the snow arrives, we've uh, gone from a target of 4,000 cars per week to 4,150. And these car spotting is important. These are car spots of the cars that are shared cars. But if you add to that our private car fleet. Those 1,000 hop- new hopper cars would be in the private car fleet, for example. And, uh, you know, we're, we're looking toward, you know, getting into the areas of spotting per week, almost 6,150 during normal operating conditions on 4650 during more challenging conditions. So you can see that, you know, one of the benefits of the grain plan, which, you know, was put in place by uh, Governor of Canada last year, asking us to provide this plan based on the estimate of the grain crop, it allowed us to focus on what capacity is, where it must be invested, and making sure we commit to do so. So I'm very happy to say that, again, this year, you know, with uh, these large investments that uh, we're looking forward to a uh, a very strong grain crop. It's not, you know, all in yet uh, how it looks, but uh, it looks promising in some areas of Western Canada. And all I can say is CN is well prepared to ensure that we move that crop as it comes to us, to ensure that for the benefit of the farmers of Canada, the ag industry and all of Canada, that we move uh, this grain to market because it's important that the, our farmers and our grain industry are, are counting on the railways to move this grain and to get it to market in a very efficient and on-time basis. I wish all your listeners uh, a great harvest season. I was about to commence. I hope that they do so, uh, that they have a good season, but also do so in a very safe fashion because safety is important. And it's a shared value between uh, the railways and our grain and the farmers in Western Canada. John Finn is the Executive Vice President of CN Rail. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And by YAC Auctions. The first name you should think of in the auction business. Call 782-5999. 
Grain companies were relatively satisfied with railway performance in the 2018-19 crop year that just ended this past week. Both railways had to file plans in advance following new federal legislation. The targets for the last crop year were 5,500 cars per week when the weather was good and at least 4,000 cars during the colder winter months. Wade Sobkwich is the executive director of the Western Grain Elevators Association. Overall, you know, CP did uh, reasonably well. They were hitting numbers uh, uh, in the 80s and 90 percent from a corridor fulfillment point of view, and, and CN overall was in the 70s and 80s. So it's not stellar, but it was, uh, you know, like I said, it was is probably an, an average year from a movement point of view, from a car order fulfillment point of view. Sobkowicz says there were significant congestion issues at the Port of Vancouver, and he expects more issues with the new G3 terminal coming on stream. There was a recent announcement of federal funding to improve the bridge going to the North Shore and the number of trains going through the tunnel. However, Sobkowicz notes those improvements will not happen overnight. Sobkowicz says space should not be a problem in prairie grain elevators for this fall's harvest. He expects an average crop of 67 to 69 million metric tons. We have more more capacity out there than than we have had in the recent past, so we don't expect that to be a problem. The issue is going to be, you know, are we going to get rail capacity? And and um, uh, both CN and CP have filed their new grain plans for um, 2019-20 crop year, and they've bumped up the amount of uh, weekly rail car offerings that that they expect to provide. So um, CP has bumped that up from 5,500 cars last year to 5,700 cars this year, and CN has bumped it up from 5,500 cars to 5,650 during the periods of time when when it's not cold. And then from December to uh, March time period, they've each bumped them up. CP's bumped it up. Uh, by an extra 250 cars over last year, and CN has bumped it up by 150 cars over last year. So, you know, it'll depend on how well they can deliver on those numbers, but if they can, then, you know, theoretically, we should have better movement this year than last year, given that the crop size might be similar. Wade Zobkwich is Executive Director of the Western Grain Elevator Association. Crops are ripening in the Regina Moose Jaw area with combines expected to be in the field in a week or so. Crop extension specialist in Moose Jaw, Shannon Friesen, says there is a wide range of crop conditions this week. Things look pretty good for the most part. Of course, that all depends if you were actually able to get some of that rain that we did receive in June. So there are some really good-looking crops and, of course, some crops that could have used just a little bit more moisture. So things are advancing quite quickly around here. We have had many days of very hot temperatures, some high humidity, so many crops such as lentils and peas, for example, are drying down very quickly. We have heard of some desiccation happening, and we have also seen that in the area. We do expect combines to maybe start rolling, either if they're not going right now, they likely will be in the next week or two. We also have some of those winter cereals, as well as some of the durum and spring wheat, actually drying down rapidly as well. So things should start really to get going in the next couple of weeks around here. Do you expect harvest to be general in, uh, in a week or so? Maybe not general, but certainly some of those earlier seeded fields or the fields that were maybe just a little more stressed. We do expect some combines to really start going in the next couple of weeks, but overall harvest in the area is likely still a couple of weeks away. Are you expecting kind of an average crop this year? We're hoping for 
for an average crop this year. For many areas, of course, we had the moisture early on in the uh, springtime, and then, of course, the taps shut off, and we did get some timely rain in June. But unfortunately for some crops, that was a little too late. But for others, it was right on schedule. So we are hoping that, you know, once kind of everything comes off, that we have really good quality, and we are hoping that yields are average. We are expecting, of course, some fields to maybe not be what we had hoped, and some fields may also be much more than we had hoped as well. Shannon Friesen is a crop extension specialist in Moose Jaw. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. Grain prices were mixed in early trading this morning. Viterra's prices for canola fell $1.10 at $400.78. Oats gained at $0.59 cents at $164.25. Number one red spring wheat dropped $0.36 cents at $206.64. The rest were unchanged. Durham, 239.51. Feed barley, 182.63. Flax, $479. Yellow peas, 223.54. Feed wheat, 127.78. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, September wheat is down two and a quarter cents at 5.19 and three quarter cents a bushel. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. And the Foam Lake Recreation Combine Lotto. Call 1-888-453-1998 for your ticket. Good afternoon. This is the Yorkton Heartland Livestock Mark Report for Wednesday, August the 7th. Darn, holidays are over. I have to go back to work. 325,000 bulls, 200 feeders, 25 cow-cap pairs, a total of 575 head for today. Cows and bulls selling 2 to 3 cents higher. D1, D2 cows, 82 to 92. Sales to 94 and 95. D3 cows, 72 to 82. Double Bardi at Grenfell had a set of cows weighing 1,800 pounds, and they topped out at 98 cents. Cows are averaging 86 cents. Good bulls, 107 to 117, sales to 120, 121. Bulls are averaging 114.75. Never sold any feeder cattle here so far, but the yearlings are starting to move. And actually this morning we had 50 balling calves here for today, so uh, I'll give the results next week. That's it for this week at Heartland Yorkton. Hey guys, get that hay rolled up nice and dry, whatever there is. Phone 783-9437. I'm Harvey Exner. Have a good day. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 9,700 hogs Tuesday, selling in a range of 181 to 197 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,800 head, selling a range of 183 to 197 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is mixed, and four contract prices are trading higher today. On Tuesday, the Canadian dollar is down 16 basis points, with the daily exchange at 1.3253. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 75 cents U.S., U.S. cash markets are mixed midweek, with Iowa, Southern Minnesota, and the national regions coming in lower than the previous day, while the Western Corn Belt is 51 cents U.S. 100 weight higher. So far, cash markets have not been pressured to the degree the futures markets have been, but lean hog futures continue to see pressure despite the reversal seen on Monday, some mid-session support yesterday, and a leveling off in the early morning trade today. Futures contracts are now well off the high seen in April and have continually traded lower since mid-July. For example, since the recent high seen near July 22nd, values at the close yesterday were 20.9% lower for October, 21.5% lower for December, 
17.8% lower for April and 13.4% lower of June of 2020. And I've seen almost constant pressure over the last 11 sessions. So the outlook today, mainly sunny skies, wind northwest 20, gusting to 40 and a high of 22 degrees, the low plus 4. Thursday, mainly sunny. Tomorrow, the high 25, the low 11. In Regina and across most of the Saskatchewan Grain Belt, it's sunny and 18. That's 64 Fahrenheit. Winds northwest 25, gusting to 42.